I know I have struggled and I know there are many people out there who struggle with that because you can get on any diet and lose weight because you're in a calorie deficit, but just not sustainable. Sure. And here I was offered something that where I would be able to sustain that once I met whatever my goals were. But also once I think what really made me shift gears, seeing that this worked Mm -hmm. um, and I wasn't starving to death. I mean, I would have days I was hungry, but I mean, I wasn't, I didn't feel like I was depriving myself just to stay, remain in a calorie deficit forever, be able to sustain it for a long period of time. And this is the longest I've ever sustained any kind of weight loss ever. And I went from my 36 and 38 in jeans and I'm still in my 28s today. Hey there, my name is Danny Phillips and I am obsessed with all things fitness, nutrition, lifestyle, and helping you navigate everything from the chaos to the comforts in this crazy thing we call life. I'm a former military member who took my fitness background in the gymnastics, rugby, and bikini bodybuilding spaces and created a full-time personal training and nutrition coaching business. Each week, I'll answer your nutrition questions, give actionable strategies to elevate your lifestyle, and share the stories behind battling the stress and reaching success along the journey. We're no longer waiting for the right motivation to show up, no longer watching someone else achieve the results that we want. Get ready to increase your energy, decrease your stress, and be empowered to go after the life you deserve. So put those earbuds in, grab a notebook, and let's dive in. Welcome to the Fitness Empowerment Podcast. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Fitness Empowerment Podcast. This is episode 202, which is wild. And I'm so excited today to have a friend and work colleague with me, Clay Foster. Welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm excited. Are you excited? Oh, yeah. First time on the podcast. (laughs) Is this your first time on any podcast? First time on any podcast. Okay. I love it. First for everything. Okay. Well, you are no stranger to our discussions about nutrition and fitness and health. You've been with me as a client for what, over a year now? And you've been here at the training ground with Stuart for what, a year and a half, maybe two years? Like a year and a half. A year and a half. Okay. So I feel like we know you pretty well, but I want our audience to get to know you because you have a fabulous story. You're going to inspire so many people outside of these gym walls, and I I can't wait for you to connect to everybody and to hear from them with their feedback. So I know it's a broad question, but I would love to hear your story, starting with maybe a, a turning point for you, why you decided you needed to jump into the health and fitness world and kind of that transformation that you've had over the last year and a half. Well, um, I've struggled all my life with my weight um, from as far back as I can remember, even through middle school. And I have always been very self-conscious of my weight. Um, always the bigger kid, always in the Husky jeans. Um Which you would never know by looking at you now. Correct. Correct. Um, I've been on all kinds of diets from liquid diets to every other one you can imagine. And some that some probably have not heard of, um, (laughs) kind of made up my own, but, um, I would always use that new year's resolution as a starting point. Mm -hmm. And yes, I would put myself in a calorie deficit and, lose some weight, 
but then my birthday would come around in March. And as I got older, the more crawfish and beer and <laughs> things like that. And then the diet would be out the window and I would be on for the re remainder of the year. And things were not getting better fast. Um, with my job, I was traveling so much, which was causing me to eat out. And I was just getting bigger by the day. And um, I had decided the past January of January of 19, January of 20, when um, the pandemic was getting ready to start, mm -hmm. which we didn't know that. And I went ahead and did my regular New Year's resolution and I put myself on a um, 10 net carb or less a day diet. And I did lose weight because I realized I was putting at this point, realized I was putting myself in a calorie deficit, which like any other diet, as we know, will cause you to lose some weight. Mm -hmm. But I had started to plateau off. So I actually, I reduced my net carbs down to seven or less net carbs a day. And uh, my heart hurts thinking <laughs> about it. Oh. How, how I still functioned, I don't know. Um, I guess I just got used to eating that way. And um, when my weight kind of plateaued, because I'd probably dropped around 15 or 20 pounds. Um, and as the pandemic hit, I was able to sustain myself like that at home without a cheat day. And um, as we went through the pandemic, um, I eventually plateaued and I decided to join the gym and I was doing insane amounts of cardio and my weight still wasn't going anywhere. So that's when I reached out to Stuart here and began working out with him. Um, he would question me about, about his, about my nutrition and ask me what I was eating. I would tell him and he was like, Oh no, you need to have at least 50 to hundred carbs or more per day. And I told him I didn't want to hear that because I don't like that word. The word carbs, the word carbs, don't like it. Didn't like it. Um, and he said, well, don't believe me. He said, I'll stick with the weights. He said, why don't you talk to that lady over there? Um, her name's Danny. And downhill ever since. I might say uphill. I might say you've been, well, you've been like. Up, it's uphill, <laughs> but my weight was going downhill. You're right. Weight has gone downhill. And like the transformation, like you'd already done so much on your own. You had shown that you can, you know, when you're dedicated to something, Clay, like you're like, nothing's getting in the way. I'm sticking to the goals. I'm sticking to the numbers. Like there is nothing that is going to beat me in this process. And, and you listened to everything. Like you followed, you followed the program to a T. I still didn't think I would be in the program because, um, Stuart told me that, I mean, you, you could help me with my nutrition, give me some pointers. <clears throat> and, uh, I said, okay, pointers, but I mean, I already knew in my head at the time what healthy food was and that kind of thing, but I also knew there was nobody who was convincing me to eat carbs. And when we met the first time, I was like, I'm not counting calories and I'm not weighing my food. <laughs> and Danny said, okay. And I was like, that was too easy. <laughs> oh, so what... So for anyone listening who is not familiar, the way that we focus on nutrition here at the training ground with our clients is 
for the most part, a macronutrient-based approach where we teach you about what you're eating, teach you how to track what you're eating, and then help you figure out, okay, is what I'm doing working or is it not? If it's not, what do we need to change and adjust based on what's coming in and then the exercise that's going out? So what was it about maybe our conversation initially that kind of switched things for you and got you open to the idea of trekking? Well, the main thing was you had pointed out to me how long, because I'd been from March all the way through October. um, Of 2020? Of 2020. Being on my version of my diet. Mm -hmm. I'm just counting the net carbs. Mm -hmm. And... Then, um, but I knew I was feeling, or I felt like I was feeling okay, but I also knew in the back of my head that I couldn't sustain that forever, mm-hmm. forever, just like any other diet. Yeah. Um, and that's where I, I know I have struggled and I know there are many people out there who struggle with that because you can get on any diet and lose weight because you're in a calorie deficit, but just not sustainable. Sure. And here... I was offered something that where I would be able to sustain that um, once I met whatever my goals were. Yeah. So. So let's maybe put some data behind this so everybody listening can get an idea of if you're comfortable. Are you comfortable sharing the mm-hmm. weight? Okay. I would love to know where you were weight wise when you started that 10 net carbs, where you were. So that was March of 2020, where you were then, and then where you were October or August, October, October, October of 2020, when we started with nutrition, what did that look like? Point A to point B there. I know for a fact, I remember uh, January 1st of 2020, I actually got on my scales that evening and weighed and took a picture of the scales and I was at right at 257 pounds. Okay. Once I came in here and actually started seeing you, which was, uh, first, second week of October of 2020. I'm I'm pulling it up. (laughs) We've estimated that. And I want to say it was around 216, 218 pounds. Um, it may have been a little more than that. I didn't really pay attention because I wasn't weighing all Mm -hmm. the time. Let's see. One of the first weigh-ins. Okay, I think the first weigh-in I have for you in our spreadsheets was 211 on October 20th of 2020. Okay. Okay. So we're kind of... Close. But, and then I said 218 starting weight from questionnaire. So... Right. So we went from about... You said 257 in March to about 2... We'll say 215-ish right. in, in October. October. Okay. Once I started counting macros... Um, and changing my workouts with Stuart, um, playing pickleball, which I discovered that's addicting <laughs> and, uh, um, it's a big deal. And then actually in that November, I had started running a quarter mile at a time and thought I was going to die. Um, but I sustained the running and then I got where I was actually running five K's and placing and, um, did well and, I ended up hitting my goal weight in July of this year. Let's see. And what was the goal weight? The, my actual goal weight originally was 180. And then which you blew through, which I blew through that 
and my I wanted to get down to 150 pounds if possible, and I actually got down to 149. You sure did. And I was about to blow away. <laughs> you were, but I think you had that number, and we knew you were you. We needed to hit that number. Like that was a long term goal for you. And again, looking at my charts, I have you. You broke below 180. I want to say the 5th of January is what I have down here. That's about right. Mm-hmm. And then, so that was October, October to first week of January from that 211 or 215-ish down to the 180, below 180. And then what day did we hit 149? Scrolling through, scrolling through. So much tracking. The 27th of August. Okay. 26th. 26th of August, 149. Yep. Yep. And I I knew I hit that goal and I came in and see Danny and showed her and she was, said, great. And then you said, congratulations. And she said, now the work starts. (laughs) And I I was like, (laughs) and I was the, I was not real sure where to go with that because I, we had discussed reverse dieting a little bit. Um, I was still very paranoid at the time of what that was going to look like. Yeah. Um, still not real comfortable with it right now. Um, getting used to it, but, um, I knew I couldn't sustain the 149 because I, I would basically had a choice because my body started, uh, hurting all the time and I had a choice. I could either lower my weights with Stuart and keep running or mm-hmm. I could quit the running and go up in my weight, um, just in lean muscle mass. Yeah. And that's the way I opted to go because I knew my body and joints weren't going to hold up to the running yeah. for long periods of time. And to give a little bit more context between behind how we change things nutritionally, you know, when we when you were at that 215-ish and you were having, you know, your 10 grams of net carbs a day, you were eating, just to look at the other macronutrients, um, about maybe 175 to 185 grams of protein per day, maybe a little bit higher um, at the beginning and about maybe like 60 to 75 grams of fat per day. And then every week, slowly but surely, we introduced about an extra five grams of carbs, five grams of carbs, five grams of carbs. And And I did not like it. No, you didn't. But you (laughs) listened and I am so grateful that you did because at the time that you hit that low weigh-in of 149, you were eating, again, protein was about the same. So about 175 grams plus or minus five of protein per day. Your fats were about around 40 grams. So pretty on the low end for you, but um, your carbs, we had gotten up to about 125 grams and, and we had even gotten them a little higher at some point, but from 10 grams of net carbs a day up to 125 or 135 grams of total carbs per day. That was huge. And I'm so proud of you for having enough faith in me to learn how to add more foods in and be comfortable with it. And I know comfortable maybe isn't the right word well, from, for the time, but what I, what I finally realized probably about a month into our sessions, mm-hmm. um, if I would, quit second guessing and overthinking what you were telling me. So basically pulling the cotton out of my ears and putting it in my mouth and just do what Danny does. It works. <laughs> well, and, and to be fair, there's, you were excited. 
and, and a lot of people who are getting started on a nutrition journey, they want to Google everything. They want to make all the changes right then and there in the same way that sometimes people like to, you know, cut things off cold turkey. They want to do all the new things all the time. And there's so much information out there. It's hard to go through or it gets too overwhelming too fast and you don't know who to listen to or what to trust. And so I think the best advice I have for my clients and now my coaches in that case is find a couple key people that you know, like, and trust and make sure that there is a science-based and research-based approach to it, but then understand how that can change according to reality. Because science and research is great when it's in a controlled environment, but it just doesn't always translate over to the real world the way that you want it to. Correct. So. But also once, I think what really made me shift gears um, seeing that this worked mm -hmm. um, and I wasn't starving to death. Um, I mean, I would have days I was hungry, but I mean, I wasn't, I didn't feel like I was depriving myself um, just to stay, remain in a calorie deficit forever and um, to be able to sustain it for a long period of time. And this is the longest I've ever sustained any kind of weight loss ever. And I went from my 36 and 38 in jeans and I'm still in my 28s today. That's so cool. I, and that's, you know, another thing is we, t we talked about more than just the scale, right? It became more than just the number. It was, how's your energy? How are your workouts going? Like what, how do, how's your clothing fitting? And there were just probably several months in a row where every week you came in, you were like, had to buy a new belt, had to buy a new pair of pants, had to buy a new shirt. <laughs> exactly. Oh. I've gone through about three wardrobes. Gets expensive. Very, very. <laughs> but that's the kind of expensive that you want to spend on, you know. But I mean, I kind of to challenge my own self, even with the reverse dieting, um, I managed have managed to get rid of all of the larger wardrobes, and I don't want to buy another one. So we're here for the N long haul. Noted. <laughs> Um, that's amazing. I'm so excited. I hope anybody out there listening who is stuck in the rut of any kind of fad diet or calorie deficit, and you don't know how to get out of it, give yourself a deep breath, recognize that, you know, you're allowed some grace here and that it's not going to happen overnight. This happened, you know, for you over a year and a half, mm -hmm. you know, at baby steps, find the small things that you can do consistently that you enjoy doing on a weekly basis. It's not dieting and finding the right nutritional lifestyle for you shouldn't be about being unhappy and feeling starving all the time. It's about finding the right foods, the right nutrients that are going to fuel your workouts and fuel your day. Right. So, and it's how you apply them throughout the day. Yeah. To be able to work for you. Definitely. And, uh, I just got real OCD about it and, um, uh, just stuck with it because the longer I stuck with it, the more I seen it worked, the more I liked the progress and just kept going. Yeah. And have no intentions of stopping. I love it. So, so walk us through, you know, we've hit the low way and we've worked, we've started working in this, you know, reverse dieting, metabolic rehabilitation phase where we're starting, you know, really continuing to increase your macronutrient intake on a weekly basis, slowly but surely, to get your body out of that calorie deficit, get you used to eating more food. And we've tapered back a lot on the cardiovascular activity. So walk us through this transition of being comfortable. And again, comfortable, I know is a hard word to put in there, but 
understanding that it's okay to eat a little bit more and okay to put on a little bit more weight in the right way. Correct. Um, it, it was difficult for me to grasp that this is not just a, um, like a physical transformation. Oh, it's a mental, it's an emotional one, 100%. Um, very, all the way across the board. Um, I knew, I noticed I would feel better in my workouts um, with Stuart lifting heavier and heavier. Um, I'm now one of his guinea pigs because as he says, we're diving deeper into the playbook. <laughs> he does um, say that. <laughs> and uh, um, he'll dive deeper into the playbook. And then usually there's somebody around um, other clients around that he will, whether they're his or someone else's. And he points out, he says, this is what you will eventually be doing. So. Awesome. So it's given you more energy in your, in the gym. It's enabled you to do more. Um, It's changed. I think your relationships at work, the amount of times you've come in here and you're, you're a people person. You love, you know, engaging with conversation and and friends, like, you know, everybody. And so it's, it's fun. You know, I know you didn't have as much of that face to face contact, um, with people during COVID. And so it's fun when you come into the gym and you share stories of running into people who hadn't seen you in a year, year and a half, and you've transformed so completely. They didn't recognize you until they heard your voice and they did a double take. I've had customers that I didn't get to see for 15 months or so. And, uh, I actually, some of them even talking, I think they recognized my voice, but some of them I actually handed another business card to because they had no clue who I was. (laughs) And, um, that was different. Yeah. So, and just out of curiosity, if somebody else is going through a journey that's similar to yours, what is something that you've experienced that they can expect as far as how to handle themselves around others when they're in their work environment, they're going out to eat? What are some things that you had to learn to work through as you changed your nutritional habits, kind of almost teaching other people how your new behavior was? Right. Well, kind of the way I was raised, I mean, cause I mean, um, we have a lot of Italian in our family and we always, uh, would eat so that, or live so we could eat, live to eat and yeah. we would have breakfast and discuss lunch. We would have lunch and discuss dinner. Um, everything, every family activity we based around eating and I realized that doing this and to maintain this, it's okay if I go out and eat with somebody. Now, whether I actually order something like my typical, as most knows, the grilled chicken Caesar salad, no croutons, no dressing, um, because I feel comfortable doing that. If I do not feel comfortable tracking it, um, I just don't eat it. And sometimes I get questioned, but it's that's my health and my body mm-hmm. and that's i will continue eating like that and that's just my um way of handling it and um i haven't gone as far as some of taking their scales to the restaurant yet <laughs> um but i measure enough stuff at home and weigh enough stuff to be able to estimate that kind of thing comfortably Um, But if it's something, even to this day, if I I don't feel like I can estimate it comfortably, I do not eat it. Very good. And um, 
also learning here that it's a it's such a gradual process that it's okay if you only lose half pound pound now i did have some some times that i was really pushing the cardio and the pickleball and the um workouts and stuff oh yeah just, there was a, just there was probably a couple months where i felt like every week it was somewhere between three and six pounds that you were losing it was wild exactly but on the average um I've learned that, I mean, slow, but slow, but sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's not such a drastic shock for your system. And like you said, take baby steps, make small changes. Um, one of the simple things that I had done, I've always eaten with a big spoon. Mm-hmm. Now to make my food go further, so I feel full faster, I eat with a teaspoon. I love it. And and for those of you listening, I did a podcast episode on this and it was thanks to Clay for this tip. It's a good one. I, I use it as well. I just um, look for anything to make the small changes like that. Yeah. So. And you've done a tremendous job. I mean, you you teach me things on a weekly basis. And, and I love watching the way that you interact with your clients because it's totally different from how I do things. And we yes, we cover the same lessons, but you get a totally different perspective when it comes from you and it comes from me because we have. Well, you're a male, I'm a female, but also we've had totally different journeys. And I think that's part of the fun of this is no matter which client, you know, is working with you, they're, they're learning something new and different if we have to switch off, you know, week to week. So it's, you know, it's a lot of fun, which I suppose brings us to how did you decide that you wanted to transition from client to coach? Well, we had, um, I don't even remember a specific client, but, um, you had, you had mentioned to me, um, in reference to some of your clients and you may have had an issue with a client or wanting them to hear a male perspective mm-hmm. or someone who has been there and done that. Definitely. Um, so I think I can, I vaguely remember, I think asking you saying, Hey, is there, I mean, I will happily for free, just mm-hmm. talk to anybody you want me to. Yeah. And, um, and that's when you brought up the precision nutrition course. And, um, I thought about it for about two minutes and I I took it. (laughs) And, um, I think that's the best thing I've ever done. I say you flew through that course, but again, you'd already been through our lessons. So a lot of it, you already knew it was now getting it from the coaching perspective versus the client perspective. And, um, I enjoy, hearing from my clients and I realize a lot of them now they they ask the exact same questions about various things that I did um does that not just make you like grin on the inside you're like oh I know the answer to this one because I have asked it exactly (laughs) or they or they will give me a question of like hey how do I handle this or how do I um, track this how do I um, come up with other ideas to expand their eating and things like that. Where do you buy these things at? Drug Emporium. Exactly. And Whole Foods. <laughs> um, need to buy stock in those. Um, right. But I'm able to answer those questions without, I mean, without hesitation. And um, I was a little concerned at the beginning about having to teach the lessons. Um, but the lessons are so... Uh, informative and we keep it simple. We don't get too far off into the science end unless you have a client that specifically wants to know that. Yeah. And in my case, if that's the case, I call Danny. 
um, have not together. have not had to do that yet. <laughs> but um, but teaching my my clients how to track, letting them see my book that I've put together of all my spreadsheets, um, and of where I started and where I ended, and uh, and then transitioned into the reverse dieting, and seeing all the different um, classes and everything. It's just gotten easier to do. And, uh, I catch myself not having to prep as much for a class now when I can just teach it. Now I still write it on the board, unlike Danny, but I do that. So I'll remember. I love that y'all write it on the board. I think it probably keeps you guys a whole lot more organized throughout the lesson versus my, (laughs) whatever I feel like talking about at the moment. (laughs) No two lessons I teach, whether it's taught protein and tons of times and many of the others, but um, I still don't teach them the same way every time I find something different or new or new perspective, um, or something that I've experienced or a client has experienced to, to make it a little easier. I love it. And I just reiterate with my clients that yes, I'm going to make some changes. No, I'm not going to tell you what to eat. Mm -hmm. Um, I will teach you how to track and any changes that I make, we'll discuss them, but it's going to be small changes, whether it's eat with a small spoon instead of a big one or add five grams of carbs. So get a little extra fiber in that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I love it. And that's true. Like there's no, you can teach the protein lesson, you know, to eight different people and it's going to be eight different lessons because not, yes, the worksheet is the same. The science doesn't change, but their questions change. Their lifestyle is different from the person before and the person after them. The phase of life that they're in is different. It's just, it's wild. And learning how to navigate them, you know, help them navigate through that is always an adventure. Right. Right. And I was, I was a little concerned when we, when we got to that, my hit my weight goal, mm-hmm. um, because I didn't still not real clear on the, the reverse dieting stage. But uh, learning to adapt to it, and and I think the reason I was so hesitant on the reverse dieting or, or what to expect is because, I mean, a lot of our clients will go through the lessons, let us do some 15-minute check-ins with them to do their own macros, mm-hmm. and then they want to go on their own. Yeah. And I have struggled for so long. I am not going on my own anytime soon. Um, still learning through experience of what to expect on the reverse dieting stage. We don't have a lot here that are in a reverse dieting stage. No, we don't. Um, just a few. But I don't. Per our conversation, I know we will get to a point with the reverse dieting stage to go back into a small calorie deficit mm-hmm. to basically keep my body doing what I want it to do. Yeah. And I think what really sells clients on this is when you tell them if you will accurately track, that is consistent tracking, trying to hit the numbers that I set for you um, through the goal ranges that I set for you. If you can do that, it takes some tweaking, but I can take your body anywhere you want to go. Yeah. Yeah. And And I'm proof of that. You are. Absolutely. It's the more consistent data we have, the better we can make changes to reflect the outcome that is desired by the client. Right. Um, now, there's a lot of stuff outside of the food that you take in and the exercise that you do that can affect those things. So uh, let me ask you this. Is 
the dieting phase or any nutritional, is it linear? <laughs> you know? No. No. <laughs> and, no. And I say, that, you know, it, every week that we check in, you don't always lose weight. You know, sometimes the weight fluctuates up a little bit. You're in your case, you were more linear than most because you were so dedicated and you had more weight to lose than some people who come in here. But overall, the journey is not linear. It's not so simple as saying, okay, we're at point A, we want to get to point B. We're going to make this one change and everything is going to fall into place. Life just doesn't happen. The amount of times that I know you and I have both experienced some unexpected stress that comes up in your life, that throws off the plan. And sometimes the best course of action is to say, hey, we're going to maintain for the week. We're not going to make any changes because it's more important to just keep things at a neutral place so that we can handle what's being thrown at us with a hardball in life. Right. Because a lot of people don't realize, I mean, besides a calorie deficit um, and the tracking that in your, whatever your exercise slash movements are for the week, that this is a part of it is also being able to manage your stress, being able to manage your sleep. Yeah. So there's so many different parts of it and it's, it's hard to manage all those at the same time. It is. And if anybody told me it was easy, I'd be like, get out, get out of my office. If you, if you think all this life stuff is easy, you, exactly. you have it together and you should be coaching me. <laughs> exactly. And, and I think some of the things that are most rewarding, like when I get from my, with my clients now, um, I had a specific client that I'm working with currently that um, sent me a picture because I ask for weight, their weigh-ins every week and mm -hmm. their exercises or movements. Some people don't like the word exercises, but you have to be careful. Send me your movements. Yeah. That can be difficult too. It can, yeah, it can be. It, absolutely. And some people take that the wrong way. <laughs> well, yeah, and going back, you did not like the word carbs, you know, and so meeting someone where they're at right. and being able to, you know, find the right terminology that helps that person right where they are. Right. And you're doing it. But this client sent me a picture um, who I know this client was a little skeptical of eating more carbs, eating protein and fats and all, cause they were so low in calories as it is, but about probably a month or so into the program, they sent me a picture of their painted toenails on the scales. Cause they had to take a picture cause they didn't think I'd believe the reading. Oh, wow. And, uh, that's so cool. And it, you're right. Like those, those unexpected things are <sighs> like, they make you, they make your heart smile. It's, Oh, it's yeah. why you know that you keep doing this. and Because I know what that you know, feeling is. Yeah. Yeah. And that's and every time you came in here and you had a little story like that of some sort of unexpected progress, you know, every week. Well, when I would be shocked at my weights, I would send you pictures of them. Yeah. And I never told anybody that, but they started sending me pictures. And it's, it's you're seeing it full circle. And it is it is the best job on the planet. And uh, yeah, we experience a lot in this job oh, yeah. and it's, it's fun. It's rewarding. It is, there's, there's nothing better than to, and it's like a lot of people come in here wanting to see the number on the scale change, 
but you know you've broken through when they talk about their energy or they were able to come off of some medication or they were just able to go do something that they hadn't been able to physically do before because they've been able to eat more or to have somebody tell you, and I know you've heard this too, that, oh my God, I'm losing weight and I'm eating food. Like, you you know, people right. can do this without just cutting calories and eating things that taste like cardboard. Well, and it's that's like amazing. You were saying about the medications. I mean, before I came in here, before I started my own journey, mm-hmm. I've been on blood pressure medications forever. Um, uh, also on all kinds of stomach stuff, antacids, prescription, things like that. Carefate is, would be prescribed to me three and four times a day. Wow. And I don't take any of that now. That's so cool. Like, I mean... Um, my doctor was impressed cause she's asked me one day, she said, do you ever feel dizzy when you stand up? I'm like, well, now that you mention it, yeah. She goes, then we need to come off of medicine because your, your blood pressure getting too low. Wow. So, um, and my doctor is a bit of a health nut and, uh, she now has all my cards and uh, a picture of me in all of her exam rooms for, um, her clients that she refers to me. Full so, circle. Full circle. I love it. I love it. And it, it feels good with the clients to be able to give back. Yes. So it does. It does. It's a, yeah, it's a good feeling. And I love that oh, yeah. again, you have, you have the been there, done that in a way that I do not. Right. And so that's, you know, I feel like our team has grown and, you know, we have a mom, a couple of different moms that are nutrition coaches. And then, you know, we all have different athletic backgrounds and different lifestyle pattern backgrounds. And so when a client has a question or a concern about something, I can, I'm so happy now that I can say, you know what, I don't have the answer to that because I haven't been through that, but I have, the, I have a coach who can share that story and that example with you and they'll be able to explain it in a way that I can't. So right. it's, a, it's a beautiful Stuart thing. Stuart will use me a lot of times when he gets new clients or has somebody up there that questions him about nutrition mm-hmm. um, and I'll happen to be in the building or yeah. getting ready to work out with him or something and he will say, here, let's, let's go talk to Clay. Yeah. And, uh, I love it. Go from there. It's nice. Yeah. It's always fun. You're like, Ooh, I know the answer to this one. Got exactly. it. <laughs> exactly. Oh gosh. Well, okay. Wrapping things up. This has been so much fun and I know I can't wait to get feedback from everybody who hears your story and is able to like understand where you're coming from. And cause they're probably in a similar place um, or they know somebody who's in a similar place, but what are you looking forward to right now? We're at the end of 2021. What's coming up for you in your nutrition coaching or your clientele world? What are you excited about moving forward? I'm just excited about helping more clients um, and, and just basically keep the process going. Uh, I'm still a little new into the reverse dieting phase, but I'm part of me is looking forward to a calorie deficit after the holidays. Okay. But, um, part of me is not because I can actually say it. I hate it when you cut my car. <laughs> now oh, I'm, st- I'm still not real comfortable with the word fats right now, but I was, but I am definitely comfortable with carbs. Yeah. yeah. Um, and getting the carbs from a right source is the key thing. Mm-hmm. And, um, just looking to keep the program, uh, keep it going, help more people. And, um, even Precision Nutrition has come out with a new course of talking about a certification just in sleep and stress management, Ooh. and they keep sending it to me. And, I, and I've thought about taking it. I just, I don't have time right now, but I'm, yeah. 
I'm hoping to have time soon. Yeah. Yeah. I hope so. I hope so. Um, well, and just for everybody else's knowledge to know where Clay's at with his macros right now, he's taking in about 170 grams of protein per day, 165 grams of carbs per day, and about 57 or 60 grams of fat per day. So, you know, I love that we've been able to work on more flexibility, work on increasing the variety of food sources, and, you know, I appreciate your honesty and sharing that there's things that you don't know and that you're still looking forward to learning because oh you'll never know it all you'll ne- and that's the same thing for me it's I feel like I'm falling behind if I'm not looking at something new in the science and research world with physique science and nutrition and health so um, I'm excited that you're excited to keep learning and having having the story and the ability to connect with your clients is huge. So I'm just, I'm so proud of you. And I, I hope you stay on board with us forever. (laughs) Oh yeah. That's, that's the plan. And I think part of it is, is holding me and you and I had this discussion before I took the precision nutrition course to get my certification um, was the, okay. Once I hit my weight goal and since I had no clue about the reverse dieting thing, um, what was I going to be able to do to maintain this and hold myself accountable um, so that I wouldn't go back to where I came from? And I still have that fear of going back where I came from. Mm-hmm. Um, not as bad as I did, but I'm able to hold myself accountable because I can go in there and I can talk the talk all day with my clients. But if I can't walk the walk, then there's no need me being here. Yeah, but you do. But you I do. do. Yeah, but I do, and that's what that's what helps keep me on track as my clients. Yeah, no, I agree, and that's the same for my training or nutrition clients. Is I'm like, oh, what am I supposed to post on social media? What am I going to talk about? What are th- what are my clients expecting of me? <laughs> so exactly, as much as I have some internal, you know, excitement to reach goals, like I have that external need to like make sure I'm keeping things up to par for clients. So it's a it's a cool checks and balances system. Right. Right. And I was concerned that a lot of the clients I may end up with to begin with would not uh, put their faith in me uh, initially because I was new at coaching. Mm -hmm. But I think what has been beneficial to that is because I've already I've been there, done that, bought the T-shirt. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And a lot of times people do want somebody who isn't so far ahead of them. They want someone who's pretty close to having just been through it because you're more relatable or having similar goals. Exactly. Exactly. So I, you know, you found some really perfectly matched clientele and they love you. And it's, it's, it's so fun to watch that happen. Cause I know I get attached to my clients, but I see it now with yours where they're like, Oh no, I want, I want to work with clay. I don't want to work with you. Like I'll work with you if I have to, but I want to work with clay. Right. And so like, that is fun for me to see watching all of the clients come in and really forming an attachment to you mm-hmm. as their coach, because they love you and they believe in you right. and you're helping not only yourself to see more results, but you're helping them. And that's, that's huge. Right. I couldn't ask for because, anything because better. Because when I run it, I mean, we all have good days, bad days, good oh, months, yeah. bad months when it comes to your weight and yep. your, your physical uh, needs that you're trying to reach, mm-hmm. um, needs your wants, however you want to put it. But, uh, and then um, you've pointed out to me several times throughout my journey that I would probably went 16, 18 weeks and didn't have a day off from working out of some way or another. And I hit a wall and you can see that coming now. Yeah. A little and, better, uh, yeah. And I've learned it's okay to rest a day. 
maybe two. Uh-huh. Probably not two for me. But, <laughs> We're working on uh, it. But no, it's uh, when people hit those walls of whatever their challenge may be, um, there's a good chance I've probably already done that. Yeah. So, yeah, it's true. Because some of it has to learn the hard way. Uh, don't we all? And, and they appreciate that. Like, I hear it quite frequently. They're like, oh, you, you, you ate sugar on a holiday or you failed at X, Y, Z. Okay. Thank God you're human. Like (laughs) the the one thing that if I had to change anything that I was was stressing so much over hitting my weight goal, a few times you had to uh, reverse diet me to get my calories back up to where we could move forward again. Mm -hmm. And at that time, you did not have the class on living the diet lifestyle. Yeah, I guess I didn't. And uh, that was a newer one. That one, I noticed we a lot of times will teach last to a client, but I have, I've considered teaching it earlier so that they understand what's going to happen before it happens. Mm, um, okay. So I like it. Well, looking you at have the big picture. Full is it autonomy to do that? You oh yeah, because I remember I seen yeah. you teach that class the first time and. I was livid, like all my questions. Why did you not teach me this? <laughs> and I did ask you that. And you're like, well, I didn't have that class that time. <laughs> Boy, would it have been different. Sorry. <laughs> you know, and you're going to run into that too, where you're going to learn something new and you're going to put together a lesson. And then you're going to go, man, I wish I had taught this to a client six months ago. And, you know, <laughs> I do. And some of my current clients now, I wish I would have taught it at the beginning because they're, they see the progress, they like where they're going, but they want it faster. Yeah. And to be sustained to be sustainable and also mm. are, are some that are getting closer to their goal of their weight goal. Yeah. Um, like you told me, when I got within five to seven pounds of my weight goal, mm-hmm. you said this is the hardest part of yeah. this part. Until you told me, now you've hit your weight. Congratulations. Now the work starts. And the reverse dieting is a lot harder than the dieting. I'd rather be dieting any day. <laughs> and it depends on, yeah, there's a lot it depends on, but the the maintenance phase, the off-season phase, whatever you want to call it, the phase where you're not in a calorie deficit can be just as difficult, if not more, to control because you all of a sudden feel like you've hit the goal and you have this freedom and you, you, know, you can do all the things, except you can't because if you go straight from, okay, I hit this goal back to doing what you did before, that's where a lot of people fail in their current you know, yo-yo dieting phases. They lose the weight and then they go right back to doing that nutritional or lack of nutritional approach that they had beforehand. And so learning how to taper out of that slowly, but surely adding in some flexibility, but not all the flexibility. It's tough. It's tough for sure. And managing expectations for clients, I think is my most difficult conversation on a regular basis because it's a constant thing for, for everybody because everybody wants to see fast results, but the fast results don't stick around. They just don't. So that's right. All right. Well, wrapping this up, Clay, do you have any last just word of advice for anybody listening who's going through something similar to what you've experienced? Um, The only thing I can say, and it's not necessarily just pushing this program here, but people always ask me, what do you eat? And I finally quit telling people that because (laughs) when I started telling people what I eat, I'm a creature of habit. I would eat the same thing over and over again 
all the time and be perfectly happy. Sure. Other people want a lot of variety. So I quit telling them what I eat because I tell them, I'm not going to tell you what to eat. You can eat what you want as long as you track within the ranges I give you. Mm -hmm. And understanding that any diet will work because mm -hmm. you're going into a calorie deficit of one way or another, but you cannot sustain that. If you're trying to lose 10 pounds just to get in a dress for a wedding and then life goes on, pick one and get after it. Yeah. But yeah. if you're looking for a lifestyle change um, so that you can make, make better choices and live to your 110, then this is where it's at. Yeah. Love it. Love it. All about that long-term focus. Exactly. And it is long-term. It's not, it's not fast results, but it is long-term. Yeah. And you got to look at the big picture. You do. You do. Well, thank you so much, Clay, for coming on the show today. I can't wait for everybody listening to, well, listen, I guess if they get to this point, they've heard it. So thank you. <laughs> um, ladies and gentlemen listening, I will put Clay's contact information in the show description. If you'd like to reach out to him or reach out to the training ground about nutrition coaching, or if you just want to connect and learn a little bit more um, at your own pace, I will put that information in the show notes. So sounds great. Awesome. All right. Everybody enjoy the rest of your weekend, weekday, whatever day you're listening to this on. Enjoy the holidays. All right. Bye for now. Thank you guys so much for spending this time with me on the fitness empowerment podcast. I love that you set aside a few minutes to focus on you today. If you could take one moment to share this episode with someone you know would benefit from today's message, that would be absolutely amazing and we would be incredibly grateful. Now, if you want more, head to the link in our show description to join our email list and receive weekly fitness and nutrition tips, tricks, and thoughts to empower your day. Until next time, be empowered to take that next step on your fitness journey. Bye for now.